This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another week of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner. We're going to be talking about who foots the uh, nursing home bill in your family's household. Is it you? Is it your parents? Is it your friends? Who's going to pay for all this fun stuff? Because it's an expensive hobby to uh, get sickly in retirement. But hey, my good friend, my co-host, Tony Shore, you're here, man. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show today, Michael. And I think this is going to be a really good topic. Healthcare costs are constantly rising. And I know long-term care is just extremely expensive and it's hard to be prepared for that. But I know that's something that you help your clients with. And I know you can help our listeners out there today. In fact, before we get into it, uh, why don't you let our listeners know about how they can get that complimentary consultation, ask you some questions about this. Yeah. Anybody that has the concerns, the thoughts, the fears, the desire to learn more about their, their financial plan with retirement planning, income planning, certainly dealing with all of these different health costs that we're going to discuss today, give our office a call at 805-500-7035. Um, we offer a complimentary consultation for anybody that calls our radio listeners. In that consultation, one of the initial things that we do at no cost is we run a comprehensive social security analysis. I find that this is an invaluable tool for a lot of people that are normal middle-class people that are trying to figure out how to retire. Maximizing and understanding your social security claiming strategies is the cornerstone to any proper retirement plan. So if you haven't had that analysis done, give our office a call, 805-500-7035. But I think, you know, there's a lot to talk about today, so we just need to tackle this, Tony. Um, you know, I even just got my, uh, my Obamacare rate increase notices in the mail. And so I know that healthcare, medical care, long-term care, all of these things are very real costs for people. At least when someone's young and they're working, they have the ability to go out and make the money they need to, to pay all of these different bills and these different expenses. Even if that means carrying a second or even a third job, you know, sometimes we got to go out and we got to try hard. But when you're retired and when your health is declining and you don't have the aptitude or ability to get out there and make any more money and you're restricted to your own resources, this stuff can be detrimental. This stuff can be scary. That's why we want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it can be scary. And especially with the cost rising, like you mentioned, and health insurance, it just seems the whole healthcare industry, whether it's insurance or the overall costs or prescription drug costs. Uh, it all seems to be against us, especially those entering or mm-hmm. in retirement. And so that's tough. But I know you help your clients and give them a peace of mind. And there are there are strategies. I mean, there is good news out there. But uh, the reason you need to be concerned is because uh, more and more people, because we're living longer, it actually increases the chances of us needing long-term care, doesn't it? 
Well, and that's the irony, isn't it? You know, I, I saw this with my own grandparents. When you have surgeries and medications that help you stay around, sometimes you linger a little longer than perhaps you should. You know, it used to be that the, all the cancers and heart attacks and strokes and all of these events would unfortunately, you know, make us pass away. But that's not always the case anymore. A lot of people survive things. A lot of people stick around and a lot of people linger and it's becoming expensive. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember reading a study from Fidelity a year or two ago and they were talking about what were the health care costs in retirement. Now, this doesn't get into long term care. That's its own island. But it focused on the idea of, hey, if you had to pay your Medicare premiums and you had to buy some hearing aids and you need a tooth implant here and there, just all of the basics, what kind of bill are we looking at? And they said a female that would live to a above average life expectancy of maybe around 85 years old could expect to spend almost $185,000 in retirement just on those basic costs. That's assuming you don't get sick. That's assuming you don't go into a nursing home. For a male, similar situation, living into his early 80s, they projected somewhere around $165,000. Well, gosh, if you're married and you're a husband and wife and you add up those two numbers, just right there, that's a lot of medical costs in retirement. Yeah. And we're not even talking about the crazy nursing home stuff. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it's I really hard to imagine. Uh, and then long-term care on top of just all those other costs, uh, yeah. But it's a problem. And I know that there are uh, different laws and you don't want your loved ones to foot the bill. And you're probably not going to have enough money on your own to foot the bill. Even if you're extremely wealthy, uh, I think people would be shocked at how much money it can cost. Well, and that's what's surprising. I mean, there was another study that Genworth did actually in Oxnard. So it's a, a nice local community. But what they were doing is they were projecting out about 15 years on what the long-term care type costs would look like. And if you went to the extreme of it, the, the nursing home bill, they said that in 15 years, if you had the average stay in a nursing home, which is about three and a half years, you could expect to spend about $430,000 on that experience. That's wow. just one person, three and a half years. What if you beat the statistics? What if you're there four and a half years? What if you and your spouse both need it? I mean, there's a, there's a lot to it where these numbers get big. Mm -hmm. Now, what's funny is there's a theme today's show, and, and I had pulled something that I've been researching for a while that has always been a, a eyebrow raiser, at least for us. And there's a little known law out there. They're called support laws, filial laws. And what they focus on is what happens if somebody is in a nursing home and for whatever reason they can't pay their bill? Who does that fall to? Does it go to Medi-Cal? Does it go to, you know, collections and nobody pays it? So when you read about filial support laws, these are held in 29 states. California happens to be one of them. That's why we're talking about it today. But imagine this. One day you're sifting through your mail in a pile of letters, bills, and junk mail, you find a letter from a law firm informing you that you need to pay $50,000 to cover the cost of your father's recent nursing home stay, or the facility will sue you. Now, does that even sound right? Has anyone even heard of this? I don't know if you have, Tony. Wow. This is kind of crazy that actually there are laws in place that allow the nursing homes to find recourse for payment with the children. So if you're in a nursing home, you can't pay your bills. 
they can come after your children now. And that's one of these laws. And it's one of those things that's kind of always been by the, the wayside. As, as, you read, as I'm reading this article here that I found, um, you know, it says, until recently, these statutes have been largely ignored. And that's because a lot of times there was recourse with Medi-Cal and other places where the facilities got their money. However, there's been recent court decisions that indicate that there might be a much more renewed interest in these laws because, let's be fair, the baby boomers are retiring. Over the next 15, 20 years, there's going to be more and more and more and more people going into nursing-assisted healthcare facilities for some type of permanent chronic care. And so as this becomes a bigger, bigger, more persistent problem... There's going to be higher default rates. There's going to be more problems collecting. There's going to be more challenges. And so if we have these laws in place, this could be a really big issue. If you don't have the resources to pay your bills, that's one thing. Maybe you think you're going to go bankrupt. Maybe you think you're going to get out from it. Maybe you think you'll pass away before it's someone your problem. But what if you know that if you don't deal with your own obligations, it could fall to your children's seat? How would that make you feel? Because I'll tell you what, that's concerning for me, heck, even with my own parents. You know, I, I have my own children. We have our own responsibilities. Um, so to get stuck with mom and dad's nursing home bill could be a little overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a, in, uh, I believe it was, uh, let's see here, was it, uh, well, it was MSN money and actually US, uh, US News and Money had um, an article about this uh, that I came across. And mm-hmm. it w- in 2012, it really set the precedent because the, um, the person, um, uh, th- the trial case, uh, this guy, his mother had received care in a skilled nursing facility after an accident. And the, the nursing home sued the son directly. Uh, and the court ruled that the son had to pay for the long-term care because Pennsylvania had the filial responsibility law, which is what you're talking about. So yeah, it's uh, it's, it's actually right here. So it was Healthcare and Retirement Corporation versus the Pittas. Yeah, that was in 2012. Wow. And uh, let's see what happened here. The nursing home obtained a payment from the son of Marion Pittas of her nearly ninety-three thousand dollar nursing home bill after she relocated to Greece with her bill unpaid. Uh, Marion had applied for Medicaid in order to try to assess and deal with the bill, and she left the country before there was a decision granted. The nursing home sued the son, John. He was liable and had to deal with that one way or another. That's crazy. You know. That's significant. Yeah. It's like the sins of the father, uh, so to speak. Uh, The old phrase, the sins of the father are not the sins of the son, but uh, in this case, uh, with states with that law, they are. And you're right. California is one of the states. I mean, it's uh, there are a few states, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Delaware, Georgia. We have so yeah. many other problems with um, with saving for our own retirement, dealing with our own problems, that now we have to lay these things on top of them, and that's scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But I know there are strategies that we can uh, use to protect against this and be prepared so we don't put the burden on our children. And I want to ask you about that when we come back from the break, but we do have to take a quick commercial break here. Before we take the break, though, uh, Michael, what do you have for our listeners today? I know you have a special offer if our listeners call in. Yeah, we were talking that anybody that calls in, our listeners from the radio show, we offer a complimentary consultation. And one of the things that we've been focused on for a while is 
we will run in that first meeting for you, we will run a complimentary social security maximization analysis. Once again, social security is the cornerstone to any type of retirement cash flow plan that people are doing. It's the first thing that you organize. It's the first thing that you need to figure out. So it's an invaluable analysis. It takes into account everybody's situation, your age, your spouse's age, your ex-spouse, Whatever your situation was, we can run an analysis that shows you a very efficient, responsible way to approach your Social Security planning. So give us a call. All right. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. And we'll be back in just a sec. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement. But where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at financiallytunedradio.com or by calling us at the Lynn Group. And you, can re- and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at financiallytunedradio.com or by calling us at the Lynn Group at 805-500-7035. Don't start planning your retirement without it. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, Michael Mansfield from the Lind Group is here. And Michael, you have been doing this so long. You help your clients so much with their financial issues, financial investments, and preparing for retirement, getting that retirement plan laid out. And part of that is health care. And a big chunk of that is being prepared for long-term care. Right. And you were talking, when we ended our last segment, you were talking about a law, uh, a law in some states that puts the burden of payment on the children if the parent can't pay for their own long-term care. And I want to get back to that. But before we do, you mentioned a special offer before the break. And what's that phone number our listeners can call to get that complimentary uh, appointment and that uh, maximization report? Yeah. Give our office a call 805-500-7035. We'd be more than happy to set something up complimentary. Once again, focusing on social security analysis as the step one that everybody needs to figure out before they make any other big retirement planning decisions. Yeah, there you go. Well, and this has been a great discussion so far. Now, this law, the FALEA law, um, that's in California. And Mm -hmm. what's the deal with this law? It really puts the burden of payment on the children of the parents if they can't pay? Yeah, right. So California and 29 other states, you have these family support laws that really focus on the nursing home saying, hey, we're going to get paid no matter what, whether it comes out of the person in the nursing home's pocket or it comes from their children, there is now a avenue for them to pursue, pursue getting paid back, which is, once again, it's a little scary because we have enough of our own problems to plan for in retirement. Now we (laughs) got to kind of plan for everybody else too, to make sure everybody else is in good order. If your parents are in a bad place, if they don't have the resources and and the solutions, you got to make sure there's some level of protection to help you. You know, what's amazing, Tony is when you read about this law in some States, this is actually criminal penalties. Uh, Massachusetts imposes fines and they can impose one year in prison 
Well, in, let's see, North Carolina, the person would be found guilty of a class two misdemeanor on the first offense. And this is the people that, you know, this wow. is what happens if you get sued by a, a nursing home, can't pay them back, then it becomes a criminal offense. And it was one of those things where you're like, wait a second, how is this even my problem? It's pretty wild. But right. once again, plays to the theme that, look, we're all living longer, medication, surgeries. There's so many things that increase longevity. They make us survive a little longer than maybe we would have or should have in some respects. But as we think about that, we got to make sure we're in a good place. We got to make sure our family's in a good place. What have we done with our retirement planning? What type of assets and resources do we have to deal with these things? If somebody is very affluent and has all of the resources, then maybe problem solved. But somebody, if they're a typical middle-class family where there's a very real risk that if one or both spouses ended up in a nursing home, that they could deplete all of their assets, therefore creating a potential hole where their children could be liable, this is a consideration. And a lot of yeah. times, you know, you, you fill the hole with some type of insurance. Now, insurance is a tough pickle. So, I, you know, the, the point of this show today isn't to tell everyone to run out and buy long-term care insurance. No, definitely um, not. Definitely not. The, the point of today's show is to create an awareness that, hey, there are things to think about and how you find solutions are different to everybody. That's right. why you need to give us a call. That's why you need to come in for a complimentary consultation, because if you come in, we can talk through the different scenarios. One of the common misconceptions when we talk about having a long-term care plan is people think that means by insurance. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that everybody, you, your parents, everybody needs a long-term care plan, meaning you need to know what you're going to do if a long-term care event arises. Are you going to sell the rental property? Are you going to sell your home? Do you have the assets in the bank? Have you reserved for it? Or do you in fact need some type of insurance? So having a plan doesn't mean buy long-term care insurance. It just means know what you're going to do. And that's one of the great tools that we offer, though, is we help people organize their thoughts and organize their assets so that they can figure out what to do when these events do arise. Right. And there are other strategies other than just long-term care insurance. That's one option uh, mm -hmm. to try to deal with it. Uh, but a lot of people don't like the idea of money going toward long-term care insurance, so they they, I know you have other strategies you've mentioned before in yeah. how to deal with it and how to plan and prepare. And I know it's important to include long-term care as part of your retirement plan, isn't it? Correct. No, it absolutely is. So what happens is, is when you go through the process, you, you focus on the initial stuff that we talk about every single week. What's the money coming in? What's the money going out? How much do you need to pull out of your savings in order to be comfortable in retirement? You fix your cash flows first. And then step two is if you're in a comfortable place with your retirement cash flow, then we start stress testing it. Well, what if tax rates go up? What if tax situations change? How do you deal with required minimum distributions? And then we stress test your, your retirement plans with health stuff. What if your health does decline? What if your health does change? What if you do end up in a nursing home? What if you have these expenses? How are we going to deal with it? doesn't mean this stuff will ever happen to you, but you certainly want to have a plan and an idea of how you're going to deal with it. Heaven forbid it does. Now, Tony, you just mentioned, I, you know, there's a lot of different strategies to dealing with long-term care. Um, I have to be honest, not a huge advocate of traditional long-term care insurance. 
And everybody's different on that. We have a lot of clients that own those types of contracts. They've purchased them over the years. Some are good. Some are unimpressive. My opinion is this, though. By design, long-term care traditionally, most policies that people purchase independently are really health insurance products. And what that means is the insurance company has the right to petition the state of California and raise rates. So if their costs are going up, it's likely that your long-term care premium costs will go up. Now, that's a blanket statement. Everyone, You could have a policy that has guaranteed premiums. You could have a policy that has a restricted cost increase. And then you could have some that are just wild and can do whatever they want. But to that point, we already have a challenge when we retire, right? We're retiring on a fixed income. We have a limited amount of money to play with. And so if we purchase an, a tool like long-term care insurance, and down the road, the cost goes up on it. If it's an uncontrolled premium increase, what if we can't factor it anymore into our fixed income? That's a problem. That's a scary investment to me. So we're very conscious when we purchase that type of stuff. Um, and what do we know about rising costs? We know that with baby boomers retiring and more and more people going on claim with long-term care services over the next 10, 15, 20 years, we know the costs of all that stuff is going up. So there's a very likely scenario that premiums will absolutely be on the rise. So that's concern number one that, that we don't necessarily love here at the Lynn Group. Concern sure. number two is the challenge of dealing with long-term care. I mean, first of all, it's a user lose it contract, generally speaking, meaning it's very expensive toy to own in your portfolio. If you end up passing away and not needing it, just like your car insurance, you get nothing back for it. So it's an all or nothing proposition. Um, the other thing that people aren't always very commonly aware of, but depending on the policy that you have, obviously, does it cover assisted living? Does it cover home health care? Does it cover nursing homes? Understanding what you own is probably one of the most fundamental challenges we see with people that currently own long-term care policies. They don't understand in what scenarios it would even cover their care. That said, most long-term care policies are what are called redemption contracts, meaning just because your policy says they'll give you $5,000 a month towards your own care, you need to go use a qualified long-term care provider, spend $5,000, turn in receipts on a monthly basis to then be reimbursed. So if you only spent $4,000 at the qualified provider, you're only going to get 4000 out of the contract. But think about it for a second. What if, what if you had no family? What if you, you know, it was just you or a spouse and you're older and you're in a nursing home where you're having a harder time dealing with things anyways? Who's going to be doing this regular redemption process for you? Who's going to turn in receipts to the insurance company? Who's going to get your money back kind of stuff? Well, you could turn that over to the nursing home. They'll be more than happy to do it for you. But you know what happens there, Tony? What happens there? They're going to charge you a few more bucks a month in order to be managing your insurance policies, too. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Right. So so there's a number of things that you know don't excite us, we'll say, about the prospect of long-term care insurance. Is it a valuable concept? Absolutely. There's just a number of different ways to deal with it. Once again, having a plan doesn't just mean buying insurance. You know, do you have the assets? Do you have the resources? Do you have a second home? What are the tools that you have in your arsenal in order to deal with the long-term care costs in retirement? Staying in the insurance world, though, I know, Tony, you and I, we've talked about this quite a bit, is 
many years ago, the IRS said that if you bought the right type of life insurance policy, they, you could actually advance your death benefit tax-free for the use of long-term care services. This is technically called a chronic illness rider with most insurance companies. But the idea is very different. This is totally interesting because I just kind of pulled out the pitfalls on long-term care insurance. Premiums could go up. If you don't use it, you lose it. You got to fight them every single month with receipts to make sure you had the right type of services to you know get your money back. I feel like a lot of the life insurance policies have solved a lot of those problems. One is if you buy life insurance, it's a unilateral contract, meaning you have a promise from the insurance company, assuming you buy the right contract, um, that says, hey, if you pay this premium, we'll guarantee the premium in this contract for the rest of your life. So we, Hmm. we just mitigated the premium increase concern. If you don't need long-term care and you pass away, there's going to be a large tax-free death benefit potentially that is payable to your family beneficiaries' heirs. So that kind of mitigates the idea of if you don't use it, you don't get anything back kind of thing from the long-term care. And for people that access and utilize a chronic illness rider, this is really cool. You qualify by the two out of six activities of daily living, which is a very common theme with these types of insurance is, but you don't need to show receipts every single month. So if the contract allows $5,000 a month distribution tax-free for your care, you can take the money. They're not going to fight you on what you're doing with it. You don't have to prove you're at a long-term care provider using those services. And so we just mitigated the hassle of the redemption contract process that a lot of traditional long-term care policies offer. So in one clean swoop, I feel like we solve a lot of problems by simplifying some of our insurance options. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, now granted, everybody's different. What we're talking about today with insurances is stuff you still have to qualify for. So this might be a great conversation and a useless conversation because if your health doesn't allow you to qualify for a reasonable rate and a reasonable premium, it might not make sense in your financial plan anyways. That's why we got to get together. We got to talk about this stuff. We need to analyze your situation. We need to see as we develop a long-term care plan for you, if you have the assets and resources to accomplish your long-term care concerns without buying insurance. Otherwise, if insurance is the option, obviously there's a lot of different scenarios here that we're talking about that we need to explore. Yeah. And I think it's really, really important for listeners to understand that they need to sit down with a professional like yourself. So, Michael, how can they get a hold of you and get that complimentary consultation and uh, that complimentary personalized report? Sure. Yeah, the best thing to do is obviously give our office a call. So it's 805-500-7035. We're located right on Victoria. We're the corner of Victoria and Thill. We're right across the street from the government center. We're very easy to find. Lots of parking, big sign out on the street. You can't miss us. You can visit our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. You can see a picture of my ugly mug on there. You can kind of read about some of the services that we offer. You can certainly submit your information on there to set up a complimentary consultation. And you can also go to Financially Tuned Radio and listen to some of our recorded radio shows from the past. That way you can get a little better understanding of what we're talking about. And so there's a lot of different ways to get a hold of us. Thanks for pointing that out, Tony. But give us a call. That's the easiest thing to do. 805-500-7035. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield of The Lind Group. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 